Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. In the first edition of our new Big Red Bench Ladies Football Podcast, Cork Under-16 Manager Dennis Mulvihill ahead of the squad's Munster Under-16 Championship opener with Limerick. So we said we'd put in a bit of extra work this year. So we, like Trials and Army, would only start in December. We went two months earlier. So we're together a bit longer. We have a lot more... Um, kind of fitness work done at this stage versus last year. Reaction from the Cork Seniors and Donnie's defender Melissa Duggan plus manager Efi Fitzgerald to the Rebels' fourth consecutive National League Division 1 victory this past weekend. You know, they, they bring such a physical aspect to the game and I suppose it took a lot to get used to in the first half. We were getting bullied around the pitch but um, we came out stronger and ready to take the game to the to them um, so we knew it was going to be a dark fight and it was a dark fight and finally we interviewed two Cork LGFA club under 12 coaches and their players from Douglas and Killavullen after both clubs featured at half time in last weekend's National League game between Cork and Mayo well our club is only a young club we've been here for maybe about 12 years and we have about 350 registered members f- ranging from under 6 up to our Gaelic from others I, 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 but let's start with the Cork under-16s who begin their season away to Limerick in the Munster Championship this coming weekend. I caught up with Cork manager Dennis Mulvihill and asked him about his squad's preparations, aspirations for the coming year and what to expect from Limerick. We're at this now since we started trials back in the beginning of October. So we did a series of um, eight divisional trials and we followed up with four full trials after that. So um, And we settled on a panel of 36, which we're happy enough with at this stage. Uh, so we started training probably just in the beginning of December this year. So we're slightly ahead of where we were last year. Um, we did four weeks, as I said, in the farm just before Christmas. And then we started a campaign then inside in the Mardic on Monday nights, which is like an injury prevention program. And we train on Wednesdays and Saturdays then in the Dove and in the farm. So overall, we're happy enough so far with where we're at. It's early in the year, but for where we are at now, we're content with things, the progress so far. Who are the management team that you've put around yourself this year? Um, I have two from last year with me again. I have John Duffy from from I. Uh, John does a lot of the coaching for us. Um, I have Miriam Forbes from Dahanese, who does a lot of work in West Cork with the development underage in that. Um, And this year we've brought in Orla Hallahan from Bright Rovers. So Orla would have had um, one of our girls involved there over the last few years. So we would have had a, a good understanding with Orla and all with us. So we have a good, a good blend and a good mix this year with us. You have come back that bit earlier this year, just based on your previous experiences of being involved at um, LGFA inter-county level. Have you found that that's helped in terms of preparations and getting things right? Yes, we. I suppose we we learned from last year, and if you don't learn, you're not you're not too much as a coach. We learned when we came up against Galway that we were off the pace last year when we met them in the semi final. So we said we'd put in a bit of extra work this year. So we, like trials and army, would only start in December. We went two months earlier, so we're together a bit longer. We have a lot more um, kind of fitness work done at this stage versus last year. We're fitter and we're ahead of where we were last year. So, but at the same time, not peaking too early either. But so we have learned from that, right? We're doing a lot of um, fitness and strength work with the girls this year to bring them up physically and have them in a better shape than they were last year. Um, we, you've obviously prepared diligently um, at, at uh, you know at the end of at the end of last year to be ready for this year. But you you have had some amount of players interested in taking part this year and trialing. 
we I think we had over 250 trials and that's why we said we wanted we went out and did extra trials this year because you always find out what a bear you didn't see or didn't come out so we, we did eight divisional trials as I said so we really encourage clubs to send out as many players as they could to us this year um, and we've unearthed as we did the previous years we've unearthed a few girls who would never have been involved with Cork before um, and we're with a few gems coming through this year now I must admit compared to last year um, and look again we're happy so as I said starting with 250 odd brought it all the way down we know the panel of um, we settled on 37 in the end because we had a goalkeeper got injured there for a few weeks we brought an extra goalkeeper so we've 37 now at the moment and when you're this close to the beginning of the Munster Championship, I would imagine the intensity levels in training has risen in previ- in recent weeks. Have you been able to hold kind of, um, you know, you've obviously had enough numbers to hold 15 v 15 games and has that helped? Oh yes, and that's look, that's why we Cork tend to go to 36. Um, so as training is, you always have a game. Minimum you're going to have a training for a game is probably 20 minutes aside, 40 minute games. Um, and like that you can have a few injuries so we'll always have 15 v 15 um, the weather hasn't been that kind to us the last few weeks but thankfully we've been able to train and find venues to train that um, have helped us in our preparation so look we're happy where we're at and let's hope next Sunday goes all our way Indeed and just before we talk about that can I take you back to last year and that game with Galway um, obviously they went on to, to win it again for I think it was for a third time in a row for Galway um, at under 16 uh, level yeah. Would be yeah, they were an exceptional team last year. To be fair to them, um, up front especially, forward wise, they were. I've never seen girls at under sixteen kick points from thirty yards and miss very little in a match. Um, but again, we've got a little bit of stage fright. We've a few, we've five girls from last year's panel with us again this year. Um, last year we quit a few girls in that match that wouldn't have been into an All Ireland series before. So this year we're helped with uh, ten girls from the under fourteen last year's winning All Ireland. So that'll stand to them. We have five girls from our own under-16 panel last year, so we have a nice core of the team that have been to that level before. So I think we'll be better prepared on the day. They won't be as frightened and freeze on the day like a few of them did last year. But overall, let's give credit to God whether they were super side. And we're very strong and deserved it last year. And just two things on that, Dennis. You've obviously got girls from last year. You also have a group um, coming up having won an under-14 All-Ireland with Cork. And how important is it that you've got a right blend uh, this year? And also, your strength and conditioning, um, that's something that you put a bit more emphasis on. Yes, the blend is is, um, something we've always promoted. Um, We've always tried to bring girls on when they come out of under-14 last year rather than leaving them in for a year, kind of doing... Uh, development work and we tend to bring in the stronger ones to get them used to the next step up because invariably that's where we're at we're getting them ready so they can then be moved on to minor the girls that are of age next year and have them ready to move into that setup we have to create a line of players going through for the next few years Um, so having them in early two years early it really gets them used to the new setup they'll be doing different things and the intensity will be a bit stronger this year being under 16 Um, and then we've brought in the whole injury prevention end of it, which we started last year with the Marduk Arena. Um, and we devised a programme with Jess again inside of this year for a 12-week programme. So we started that uh, at the beginning of January. We're just over halfway through it now. So a lot of that will be based on mechanics, proper running, proper posture, and uh, proper ways of going into tackling, and above all, proper stretching for pre-match warm-ups and that. So we bring that then into everything we do at every training session, every match. So our pre-match warm-ups are always 20-25 minutes of proper um, girl-orientated stretching uh, to prevent ACL 
um, we've been very lucky. We went through the whole campaign last year without an injury, a muscle injury of any sort. So it extends to us in good state. So we're sticking with that again this year. That's a remarkable record, and I suppose it's proof positive of the fantastic work that you're doing in conjunction with the Mardig for, for to have that for an intercounty team who are training hard, playing very tough opposition throughout the year, especially at under sixteen level when they're quite active at that age. I mean, that's just proof positive that this is worth pursuing. Well, without doubt, and it's it's age related as well. It's not not in the pump and heavy weights or anything like that. They'll do the beginnings of maybe holding weight bars and lifting, but doing the correct posture, the correct movement. Uh, quick stretches, the proper lunges that suit under sixteen-year-old girls, um, and it's it really you'd see them develop, especially after two or three weeks, and when they start doing it, their their stretching and their mobility is way better after a month, even into this 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 um, campaign. So it definitely stands them, and it'll hold them for as they go to their clubs, they can bring it to their clubs and expand on it and make it better for them, you know. And speaking of clubs, Dennis, you've got a, a very nice wide range of clubs represented on the panel this year, but um, an emphasis, I think, from East Cork, and rightly so, considering I had a Bright Rovers and Glen, and Glenmire and the kind of success they had last year. Yeah, well, Glenmire, we're any county champions. Uh, I think at the moment we have uh, five in Glenmire. So we've 21 from East Cork this year out of the panel, 37, which is over 50%, over 50%. So it's strong this year. Um, but having said that, the girls we have from the other divisions, uh, there's a nice mix in the team at the moment, the kind of but what's going towards the starting team for the weekend. So um, And they're really gelling together very well, which is great. Even though there's such a strong East Cork development, um, we've had a few friendlies and stuff so far with them there. We've played Wexford, Mayo, Mead and Dublin and we've played the Cork Miners then as well recently as well. So they're really getting to know each other now and they're evolving as a unit together. There's no little segments of East Cork and West Cork. They're really bonding well together. So that sounds that all goes well for this year for us. It sounds very positive, Dennis. It sounds like you've had a very good and longer than usual run into this. What kind of challenge are you expecting from Limerick this weekend? Um, I watched Limerick win the under-15 blitz that was on earlier there, there in Mallow. Uh, they brought down a few teams for that. And I was impressed with them. They played on the main pitch in one of the games there. And you can see they're putting a lot of work into football in Limerick. You can see it. It's come on a, way, a long way. And this year, I think, is a good move out of Munster. You say what they've done is there used to be an A and a B sections before. So what they've done is they've created two groups and thrown the six Munster teams into them. So it's Kerry, uh, Clare and Tipperary in one group and it's ourselves, Watford and Limerick in the other group. So uh, you'll round Robin and top team will go into the A final, second team will go into the B final and this year there's going to be a C final as well which all goes well for the promoting of the football, for ladies football. So, um, But I'm expecting a challenge. You have to go into these games expecting a challenge um, next weekend and we're playing them in UL Sports Complex on the Astro Pitch there next Sunday. So um, it'll, be, it'll be a challenge for us and we'll be approaching it that way. That different type of surface, I mean, it goes without saying, Dennis, obviously you've been trying to train uh, on as many grass pitches as you can. Is there some sort of a different approach because of the type of the pitch now or do you just carry on with what you've been doing all along in the build-up? Look, uh, we've actually changed for tomorrow. We're actually going to train on an astro pitch thanks, thanks to Kintair Community School. There is the use of that pitch there tomorrow evening. Um, so we're going to give them an idea of the ball obviously react differently and if it's wet, it, it comes off the surface a lot quicker. Um, footwear you have to be careful what you wear on these sort of pitches um, but overall look, fitness will tell on these are faster surfaces so um, hopefully our fitness will hold up and at the end of the day it's, it's a pitch with two goal posts one on each end and we play it the same way 
Very true and very very philosophical of you. Um, can I just ask you, just from uh, your Valley Rovers man, um, your club and how your club has been progressing at underage level ladies football over the past number of years. I've, I've come across you down in West Cork myself on a couple of occasions. Huge numbers, great interest and I mean, you must be delighted to see the club going from strength to strength. Yes, we've had a good few last few years have been pretty good to us now. We put a lot of um, work in originally under John Murphy when he was chairman. Um we put a lot of work in with Liam Riley there about getting a community of practice so as all the coaches started doing the same uh, level of training. We did a lot around um, injury prevention along from under eight right up to the academies and we're trying to promote the same level of um, coaching and professionalism that's brought through it. We've really gone at it from that point of view. So as when the girls start coming up through the ranks, it's not a big change for them. When they move up to the next section, they'll be doing it a little bit obviously more intense but that the training will be along the same lines and um, it's also about keeping them interested and making them enjoy it but we've put a bit been well we've had some very good coaches down there um, with uh, Dennis Kiley that's the email and Dara Kiley's dad is involved this year now with 21s and the juniors this year and we have a good crop of girls coming through again so be glad we'll have another good year this year we might get that junior A championship over the line this year we've lost two finals two years in a row now to, to all our champions Glenmire and Dunmore so um, hopefully we'll make a one better this year. That was my next question and I was kind of reluctant to bring it up but um, it's a sign I know it's look, it's it's not easy to go to two finals I think mean, Don he's in West Cork as you would have seen yourself have been to the well a couple of times before they finally got over the line it sounds like though there's a real determination with that particular group of players this year to get the job done. There is because it's a young team and it has even for the last two years it was a young side Um Glenmire beat us by five points, done more two points last year, and it was an experience. There was some great experience in there with Rena, and um, there was a few that had looked that played extremely well. There a few Cork Miners on their panel as well last year, um, but look, we're progressing, and we have some younger girls again coming into the setup again at junior level this year. So I think over the next few years, hopefully we should get it over the line. Hopefully we can do it this year. But there's a good future with this group of girls, and they seem to be staying and they're interested. So hopefully, as I said, we might do it this year. Hopefully, indeed. Um, just to, to finish up, Dennis, I mean, you're involved at coaching level at, at both club and inter-county level in Cork over for a long, for quite a long time now. The, the surge in interest in ladies' football, not just in your own area, but throughout the county, and the surge in, of interest when it comes to inter-county and trialling, uh, have you been taken aback by that number? Because I have, and I was just wondering from somebody on the inside, when you see the number of girls, especially at that age of 16 that you mentioned there, 250, over 250 girls, that's an astonishing number, interested enough to come and trial for an inter-county team. And then the dedication and the commitment of the squad that you have year after year, it's a brilliant thing and it's a thing I think we should cherish in Cork. And do you see that? It, it seems to me to be on the increase. Well, without doubt, and there's a lot of work being done behind the scenes. It just doesn't happen that they come out. Um, I know in the summer, all the farmer brings out a couple of senior ladies there, and they do the summer camps for the that they're bringing on from kind of tens, twelves all the way up through that, and that gets a great interest. That gets them started off and gets them into playing football with their clubs. Um, there's a lot of development work done in the four divisions. I know Miriam, one of our own management team, there does a lot of work, and she's developing also the cock this year. Um, so there's a lot of work going behind the scenes to actually keep that going and the numbers as you said are increasing the whole time and the standard of football is improving I can see it every year it's um, it's going the right way about it um, and I know they're introducing a few new things for this year and they're the now, now going to um, put goalkeeping as part of it as well this year to start developing that position it's been uh, kind of a weak spot for us for the last few years there. so there's a 
can be put on that. But overall, the future looks good. There's a lot of work being put in. Um, and when you get on to the Cork setups, like this year, we're doing three nights a week. Um, so there's a huge commitment. And we have seven dual players this year, so they're doing the very same with Cork Camogie. So you really have to um, you really have to love it and want to, to be in there to do it. But generally, you'll find that ladies, they're a competitive bunch, even when you train. So they want to win. And this is why they're in here, you know, so... Can I just ask you on that, in terms of the time management, especially for the, the set of girls that are playing both Camogie and football, I mean, most of the girls on your panel, if not all of them, are also doing playing football in school and doing other things. How difficult is it to manage that workload from a coaching point of view and to monitor? Um, it is difficult. Look, as I said, we have seven dual players. Um, thankfully, I've um, uh, pretty uh, open relations with Donny Daly and the the 16 um, Camogie manager so we've been in talks already so what we tend to do is they were to have semi or, uh, semi-final for Munster so they had to call that off but we rested these girls during the week so I mean the girls can only do so much in a week so it's in both our interests and in the club's interest for us to look after them so we don't put them through um, if they're playing games like that we monitor them during the week we constantly talk to them about their what to have on for the week ahead and we work around that we have to get the best out of them without overtiring them. It's, it's, it's um, their welfare at the end of the day. And if you want the best out of a player, you really have to know and monitor what they're doing. And we hold back and we get other people, the clubs hold back a little bit for us as well, to be fair, on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So um, we are all in this for, for, for the girls at the end of the day. So it's it's managed well. I must admit, now we really look after them. So. You sound like you're enjoying it as much as you ever did. It is a huge, whatever about the time and commitment from the players, from the coaching point of view and being an inter-county, underage inter-county manager, it's a lot of time, it's a lot of effort, it's a lot of time away from home too, I would imagine. And also when you are not on the pitch, you're planning and scheming for what's coming up. Do you obviously enjoy doing what you're doing, but are you enjoying it even more this year? Um, yeah, look, I do it. I, I, I mean, what I really like is being out there with the girls on the pitch and coaching them. At the end of the day, we're in many ways, we're developing them really. Uh, the clubs do most of the work with them to bring them where they are to us. We try and bring them on another step. We obviously will bring them up fitness-wise um, and they'll be playing then with, in a team that they've got a complete team of superb, talented players around them. Do you know what I mean? Which they'll, well, their clubs will be good. They'll never get that anywhere else. So what we're trying to do is just to bring them on another level and as I said, so as we can pass them on when their time with us is done, that they'll move in and they've got to keep going under a minor level and we'll start to see them in a few years' time maybe hitting the scene again. And, um, and just finally, sorry Dennis, just finally, I was just going to ask you, obviously not going to ask you for a prediction from this weekend, but you'll be looking for a performance and probably consistent performance over the coming weeks and months. Yes, well, look, we want them to play the way we want them to play. There's obviously ways we're trying to develop them to play the way we want the style of football to play. Um, it would be nice if we can get to it again and play that way. If we do that, I think we'll be okay, hopefully. Um, but regarding progressing, look, we want to be peaking, hopefully. Please God, if we get through this week, we'll have water in two weeks' time. Um, and hopefully we'll go on to meet uh, Kerry in a Munster final. Um, that's our goal at the end of the day, is to be in a Munster final. And we'll take it after that, game by game, even as now. But hopefully we'll get to a Munster final and have another go off, Kerry, I'm sure, waiting for us after last year. 
The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. The Cork Seniors are back on top of the Lidl National Football League Division 1 table following a 112-14 defeat of Mayo in Mallow last weekend. Orla Finn weighed in with 0-7, Anya Terry O'Sullivan scored 0-3 and Libby Coppinger scored a crucial goal at the start of the second half to help Cork overcome a sluggish first half display and eventually overcome their Western rivals. Ashling Hutchings and Sir Noonan also weighed in with points for the winning team. For Mayo, Lisa Cafferkey got 1-2, Mary McHale scored a point as did Sinead Cafferkey but it wasn't enough to prevent Mayo from suffering defeat. After the match, I first caught up with Cork and Donny's defender Melissa Duggan and then winning manager Ify Fitzgerald. Melissa Duggan, great win for Cork, uh, unbeaten up top of the table and considering all the changes that were made today, that's a great win for you. Yeah, we knew uh, it was going to be hard today um, facing Mayo. You know, they were coming down. They want, they didn't want to lose down here to us. Um, you know, they, they bring such a physical aspect to the game and I suppose it took a lot to get used to in the first half. We were getting bullied around the pitch, but... Um, um, we came out stronger and ready to take the game to the to them. Um, so we knew it was going to be a dark fight, and it was a dark fight tonight today. It's about a good, as good a game for this type of physical game that you can get at this time of the year, though, especially with the championship coming around the corner. They were very tough, but you stood up to them, as you said. Yeah, exactly. I suppose we've been nearly four weeks now without a game, so um, to get a game again under our belt and get, to get a win, it, it will stand to us for the next few games and for the championship. Um, they, they do bring a big physical aspect to the game, and um, you know it is a good test, especially for the younger ones, to get experience of that um, you know physical aspect of the game. You're an experienced player now on the panel <laughs> and uh, as you said a couple, a lot of new faces in and out today but that's a great sign because the panel are getting getting the experience playing a tough opposition which will stand to them if they're called upon later on Yeah exactly, that's what's good about the league You know, there's a whole load of games in there, we have to play everybody so it is a great chance to uh, bring on new people that maybe mightn't get the chance in the championship and to see how they can excel um, on the field. Um, I think we made uh, five changes to the starting panel today including our goalkeeper Lisa who was very good and we brought on a, a good few players like Abby who's just come up from minor and Casey Quirk who's just come up from minor so you know this game will send to them and you know you can see on the field on the field they don't they they suit they fit in very well with us so yeah it's great to see please with your own form you're playing consistent level of the games I've seen you this so far this year injury free which is also important yeah it's also important yeah um, it's yeah the league has started well in fairness to us yeah um, do you know it's not easy playing on these pitches you know the, the soft ground makes it very hard to um, you know run the field and stuff like that um, and there could be a few dodgy hand passes and solos but you know it's a good start to league but it's a very long year ahead so hopefully we can just keep going and keep getting better and improving Just finally lovely nice short trip up to Donegal next time out looking forward to that? Yeah um, we, we haven't been to Donegal now since two years ago so um, you know we're going to come up there again with um, it's a good chance to get I suppose a bit of team banding done as well we're going to stay up Saturday night and you know make the weekend out of it so it's even though it's a long trek up you know we'll make the most of it and um, hopefully we'll come back with a win we don't want to come back with anything else <laughs> Ify Fitzgerald tough hard earned victory and good to see so many of your panel being used today you must be delighted with how the, the changes worked out for you and uh, you got that victory in the end yeah it was a tough game I think just, you know, physically it was probably the toughest game we've had um, Mayor really put it up to us you know they came down with a purpose and um, well, I think there were two points up at half time no there was a very very strong win so and that was definitely a factor but you know I thought we were we were a bit sloppy in the first half our hand passing was a bit off and you know we had 
we kicked five or six wides. Um, but the second half, I think we, we picked it up. The girls knew that, you know, it was an important game for us because if we had lost today, I think Mayo in a head-to-head would have been ahead of us and that would have meant, you know, they could have qualified instead of us. So um, it puts us in a good position on the league. But the, the most pleasing aspect of this was, as, as you mentioned earlier, there is the being able to use, use our panel members. I thought Abby O'Man, he came on there, did very, very well. You know, we were able to bring Laura Cleary on. Emma Cleary came on for a first start, I would say, in a senior. So all in all, it's nice to be, I mean, the purpose of the league really is to, to, to you know, try and improve our panel while at the same time being competitive so we've been that now and you know puts us in a strong position going forward Are you happy with the consistency of the performances so far or are you just kind of working towards the championship and using the league to get to that point? Well, you know, there's only two national competitions, so we want to be competitive in both. Um, I suppose the, the, the one thing we were, you know, that, that we were letting ourselves down was we were going 20 minutes maybe in games where we didn't score, so we were conscious of that today that we wanted to keep the scoreline ticking over, and I think we did that. Uh, to be honest, you know, we, you know, we, we, we got some good points, but able to, you know, Saif, Saif came on there in the second half and Sierra Shannon, and they gave it a real freshness again. Um, so that's very, very pleasing for us, you know, and that's what we're looking for. You know, I think over the last couple of years we were slightly short and numbers um, and that's certainly improving now and there's a great buzz in the camp you know the girls and we have Kiro Sullivan will be back training this week you know Dyron is working her way back so there'll be Emer Scally has been injured for a while you know so we have a lot of girls who are you know on their way back Nave Cotter you know uh, Hannah Looney has, wasn't here today so that that, that org no, you know Mayo were, were shot quite a lot of their, their what you call their first first team players as well but but you know that org as well for us in terms of competition for places because the training girls have been buzzing in training and you know we like to think that if girls are playing well we give them an opportunity and you know they're certainly taking it the fact that you've had four very different challenges Westmead all defensive tough pitch and Art Finn and then the kind of open game against Dublin great experience for those players and for you as well to see them in all different kinds of scenarios it is yeah and again I thought today Marie Ambrose I thought was absolutely immense today you know Marie has had an awful two years really with, with injury um, she's been misfortunate but I think she's absolutely great leader very quiet girl but you know leads with example by example and I thought today she was exemplary like Melissa Duggan as well you know we've, there's great character there um, and you know they, 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 I suppose they turn up the training and it's the same attitude you know whether whether it's a five-a-side game or whether it's a, you know whether we're playing the National League or we're playing Championship and that kind of rubs off in the other girls as well all of them the same you know the, the amount of work rate they get, they get through is phenomenal so all in all very very pleased now to, to be going home at, at you know at half time we were, we were cross with ourselves in terms of, in terms of a, you know, I thought our attitude could have been a little bit better, but, but like that was addressed in the second half, and we're delighted with the victory. Just finally looking ahead to that trip up to Donegal, more the same. Are you going to mix it up, or do you have in mind what you want to do? Yeah, we'll mix it up. Like we'll, we'll hopefully have a few girls back again, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll probably try and mix it up a little bit again, um, and give like we have three games left now, and I think if we win one of them, we're in the we're in the final, so that gives us opportunities again to experiment. So, but again, for the girls that played well today, we'd like to think that you know we'll give them we'll give them that opportunity to to go again you know nobody likes to to not be playing but it's um, it's a nice choice for us to have but it's difficult at times because of the, the competition The Big Red Bench Game on. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm Last Sunday was a special day for two ladies football clubs both Killavullen and Douglas under 12s took to the Mallow GA pitch during half time in the National Football League Division 1 game between Cork and Mayo Afterwards I caught up with Douglas LGFA club secretary Eamon Murphy coach Donna Barry and two of the Douglas under 12 players Emma Whelan and Kate O'Connor to talk about their club and getting to play in front of a large crowd. Eamon, Secretary of the Douglas Ladies Football Club, very special day today for your club at the Cork and Mayo uh, Ladies Division 1 Football League game. You were out in the pitch at halftime, great numbers, uh, a great day for the girls. Very special day for us, Ger. We brought down about 
40 under 12 girls play Killeville in at a halftime blitz um, your club I would imagine has quite large numbers and a lot of playing numbers involved what are we looking at from uh, underage upwards well our club is only a young club we've been here for maybe about 12 years and we have about 350 registered members f- ranging from under 6 up to our Gaelic from others um, that's quite a big number, 350. I mean, in terms of facilities, I mean, and getting the girls out training, is it a bit difficult managing that huge number? Oh, it's hugely difficult. It's, you know, it's difficult because firstly, we, we are part of a very big club in Cork, Douglas GAA, and obviously resources are, are limited, so we're all sharing the same pitches and... Um, and, you know, with the help of Douglas GA Club and our counterparts, Douglas Camogie and the local schools, we're, um, you know, we're fighting the fight and, and we keep our teams, you know, going every week and training every week. And, you know, we're just starting the new year now. So, you know, we're keeping our numbers up and uh, we're very happy with that. Uh, Donna, how difficult is it to keep volunteers on the go? I mean, parents are busy, coaches are busy, but it's very, very important for a club of your size that you keep those people coming in. Yeah, absolutely, Ger. It's a huge, uh, it's a huge issue. Every year we're looking for new coaches. I mean, a lot of the girls do multiple activities, so as particularly as they get older, they kind of probably have to start choosing those activities, which makes which again you lose parents from a volunteer's point of view. Um, but we're very lucky. We've very dedicated bunch. We've kept, we've kept maybe we've maybe ten coaches who've been keep going with this group and the group below for the last number of years which is great because it brings continuity and we move up with them as they move up through the age grades so we build up great rapport with them but you know we continually it is an issue particularly at the younger age groups getting uh, volunteers to come through so um, but look it's, it's so far so good the club's going from strength to strength and um, you know days like today now make it all worthwhile for the girls yeah, they all look very happy to be able to pitch at halftime in front of a big crowd. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great for them, you know, a, a big game, Cork and Mayo down here in Mallow, for the girls to get a run out at halftime and that, you know, cause, you know and, and to see the senior players playing in, in a game like that is, is great for them. So, thanks, Ger. OK, I have two very, very excited young ladies here who are out to pitch in front of a big crowd today. <coughs> and the, the girls I'm talking to, your own name, please? Emma. And what age are you, Emma? I'm 11. And you play for Douglas? Yeah. And your own name? Kate. And what age are you, Kate? I'm 12. Emma, what was it like playing out in that pitch today? Was it a bit nerve-wracking with all those people in the stand? Um, at the start it kind of was, but then when we started playing it just got really fun and it was nice to play against other teams and play in front of Cork. And do you like? You obviously like playing for Douglas. How long have you been involved with the club? I've been playing since under sixes. Under sixes? Yeah. Okay, and this year you're under... Twelves. Okay, so what were the opposition like today out in the pitch? There seemed to be a lot of scores and a lot of hard tackling going on. Yeah, they were a good opposition, obviously. But um, we've been together a long time and a lot of us are good friends. And um, we went out and played well, so... How much do you love playing for Douglas? I love it a lot, lot, lot. What are the coaches like? Do they get angry sometimes? Um, no, but they really help us with everything. They give us lots of motivation when we're playing games. And you never talk in between the training sessions, no? You stay quiet throughout the whole training session? Um, yeah, we stay quiet enough. <laughs> Why are the coaches shaking their heads? Um, they're not. <laughs> and just finally, this is a great day for you to be out in the pitch with all your, with all your friends and everything. Um, you're looking forward to the season playing for Douglas now? Yeah, I'm really excited. We have like the leagues this year, so it's going to be really exciting. And yourself? Yeah, I'm very excited too. It'll be fun.
I also caught up with Killavullen under 12 coaches Mick Carroll and Neve Buckley, the latter who captained Cork to a senior All Ireland B title back in 2007. I also spoke to two Killavullens under 12 players, Jerry Buckley and Shalene Murphy. Mick Carroll, big day for Killavullen and the under 12 squad to be out in the pitch at half time in the Cork and Mayo game. Big excitement for both you and the players? Yes, absolutely, yeah. We were, um, we were delighted to get the chance to go out there today. Um, so we had uh, 21. Sorry, 26 girls there in total. Um, so it's a great day for the girls, yeah. Uh, in terms of playing numbers at underage level throughout the club, um, is that the case? Have you got big numbers coming all the way up through the different grades? We have, yeah. I suppose we're, we're a small club in comparison to city clubs and that, but we have um, we 21, 21 under 12 at the moment, and we'd have, we start from 20, or sorry, from under 6 all the way up. So, yeah, for the, we've got good numbers, yeah. A lot of time and commitment having to be put in by both yourselves. A lot of volunteer work as well, I'd imagine. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we've um, four coaches now. We've great. Um, I've great help as well as myself and Neve here, uh, Pat O'Donovan and Nicola. So um, between us, so yeah. You're kept going. Absolutely, yeah. We're busy, busy people, yeah. Neve, former Cork footballer, <laughs> well-known Cork footballer, has just pointed out to me, back involved with football again at Killavullen. Uh, what's that like? Yeah, it's great to be back involved in it again. Um, my own daughter is playing now, so um, it's get good to get back and train the girls. And for years I've been playing, so it was always in the, my, my mind to come back coaching eventually. So here I am. <laughs> yeah, and you've got quite a big number even out in the pitch today for under 12. I mean, the season's just about to start as well. I'd imagine it's been a bit difficult getting training pitches with the weather. But Killavullen's facilities, is there? you've got good room and good facilities up there yeah. to keep it all going? Yeah, we are back um, training a couple of weeks now. Um, we've won night out in the AstroTurf in Kilavullen and J Field and they're great to facilitate the ladies football there as well you know so we really appreciate all their help Um, and we have we decided this year that we're going to go training in the community hall for um, on a Saturday morning we decided to change it up a bit and do a little bit of basketball so it's good for the girls and keeps them interested as well. Very good. Now two very excited girls that were out in the pitch at half time. Your own name please? Uh, Jerry Buckley. And your name? Shalene Murphy. Now, Shalene, what age are you? I'm 12. And how long are you playing football with Kilowallan? Uh, since I was five. Well, that's a long time, even for a 12-year-old. What was it like out in the pitch there today? It was quite a big crowd here. Yeah, it was freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, how exciting was it? Oh, yeah, it was really exciting. And you got to see all the Cork players coming out and the Mayo. Which was kind of cool. Too, yeah. And from your point of view, it seemed like you were having fun out there with the rest of your friends? Yeah, it was such a good opportunity for just to play, but with and see the Cork and Mayo players. It sounds like you've been training very hard the last couple of weeks, would that be right? Getting ready for the new season? Yes. Are you, how much are you looking forward to it? Mm, I'm very excited. Very excited, very good. And just finally, what's the hope this year for, for Killeville and what are you hoping for? Um, well, last year we were we got into the final, sorry, the semi-final, but then we lost by like two points and we got one to get to the final this year. So you're going all out again to win it? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Miss the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Cork's Red FM. That's it for another Ladies Football Podcast. Thanks very much for listening and remember to subscribe to the Big Red Bench on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also listen online at redextra.ie. Don't forget to tune in to the Big Red Bench with Rory O'Hagan and guests on your radio every Saturday and Sunday from 6pm on Red FM. Follow the Big Red Bench on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram social media accounts as well as visiting our official website at redfm.ie. The Big Red Bench.
Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM.